God morning and Satnam, beautiful sovereign woman. Today we're going to talk about what really is blocking our manifestation and healing journey. Because I think a lot of us can agree that, and many times we get stuck, we get stumped. We don't understand or figure out why is it that we don't fully heal or why is it that we are not manifesting our desires. And what a lot of the times with people and women specifically, especially those that I've worked with myself, what we don't realize is that all of it has to do with the shadow and doing the shadow work to be able to release this. So today we're going to be talking about what exactly is the shadow what is shadow work and how do you do it? And how does that work as it relates to our self-worth as well as manifestation and healing? Satnam, hola, hola, hola. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy, happy Venus Friday to all of you. Bienvenidos, como están todos? I am Jyotira Jikor and I help women entrepreneurs just like you rebuild and embody their self-worth so they can heal the most important relationship that they'll ever have, which is a relationship with themselves, all through my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and Spiritual Psychotherapy. And this is our movement of goddesses taking their sovereignty back. And I really, really mean that. Satnam, good morning, good morning, happy Venus Friday. We are one day post uh, the new moon in Scorpio. How many of you like felt that energy, that very intense, transformative, rebirth, death of an old self energy, because that's really what it was all about. You know, Scorpio is such a, a, a very potent sign, and it goes deep, deep into the subconscious, and the transformation is from within. It has nothing to do with the outer world or people around you, and it really opens up the subconscious to shadows, because it's known for its shadow aspects of being able to look at these parts of ourselves that we, in essence, many times either hide, run away from, or don't want to accept. And the problem is, is that what we don't realize is that these are gifts. When we have such a potent new moon and the new moon shows us these shadows, there are opportunities opportunities for us to end cycles, to stop the patterns, and to learn to radically accept. Because that's the biggest problem with shadow work, shadows, and why we are being blocked in our manifestations. It's that we don't want to fully accept ourselves because of the pain that we've been through. And because of that, it's like we're carrying thousands of pounds of weight energetically that so heavy that it is impossible for us to fully align with what we want to manifest. So first, before we talk about how this actually shows up in the world and in your life, let's talk about what is the shadow so we can understand it, why we can't escape it. And then let's look at how it actually blocks you from manifesting and from bringing the healing journey fully home. So first and foremost, what is the shadow? And I've talked to many things we've done some type of uh, podcast episode I've spoken many times about shadow work in the past but today let's go deeper so we can really understand it the shadow is a, a term that was first coined by psychologist, very famous psychologist Carl Jung I don't know if any of you have ever studied his work I love his work I, I at one point I was obsessed with him I remember like five six years back I was very, very much obsessed with not only the shadow work that he uh, spoke about, but different archetypes and, and psychology of, of the consciousness, because it really helps you understand yourself. 
And so he coined this term as the shadow. And what he was referring to is that basically he had clients that he would work with. And what he would notice is that the clients he was working with, they had an aspect of themselves. They had personality traits. They had traumatic experiences, different things that basically they they deemed as negative that their subconscious mind was trying to protect them from because it was a traumatic or negative experience. So what happens is that like the subconscious mind, it's like a filing cabinet. And if it's a traumatic experience, it just like files it away in a dungeon where it hopes that you don't access that memory anymore. And that's what becomes the shadow. But the problem is, is that nothing is ever separate from us. Of course, miracles is a foundational teaching of this. And what it says is that if you believe you are bad or someone is bad, then you are experiencing that emotion. You're projecting that emotion out too, because we're created in the likeness of God and the creator. And we have the power to create. We also have the power to project, right? And so when we don't, when we file these traumatic experiences in the dungeon, and we don't accept them, we don't look at them with mindful, compassionate curiosity, what happens is that they become energetic imprints in our DNA, which get passed down to our lineage, but also it, it's like weight. It's the ghosts that Jogi Bhajan, uh, the great tantric master who brought Kundalini Yoga from the East to the West, he spoke about these ghosts. We as human beings are haunted by at least 13 ghosts and some other some human beings are haunted by even more and these are basically emotions these are shadows that we don't want to accept so they haunt us they they chase after us and they take from our energy they you wonder why you're so tired a lot of the times well these are the demons in essence that are becoming polarized because you don't want to accept them and here's the thing God consciousness would never create something that God consciousness didn't mean to create. So the problem with us is that we deem the shadow, the anger, the jealousy, the envious, the envy, the sexual lust, whatever you're hiding in the dungeon, we deem it as wrong. We deem it as negative. And the reason we do this is because we've been programmed by a society to live in a square box. You know, this is what's happening right now as the matrix is falling apart, they're finding other ways to create other matrices so that they could put you in a predictive uh, place where they could program you and they could know what you're gonna do or also just put you in a way where we're all acting the same or thinking the same so that we don't have any freedom of the consciousness of the mind to, to expand, to evolve and co-create. And, and do what we're really here to do. It's a, it's a trance that we've been put under for centuries, for thousands of years. It started way back, like thousands of years when our intergalactic family members came from other planets and, and began to really expand the evolution of the human consciousness. And that's when we became a, a also a civilization with amnesia because they literally, there's evidence and proof that we were at one point uh, conscious as a humanitarian, a, humani a human civilization that lived thousands of years. But something happened about five, 12,000 years ago where 
our telomeres, which is our DNA strands, they were cut off. And instead of living for thousands of years, we lost sight of our power. We lost sight of, uh, we lost the ability to live for a long time. And we lost the wisdom of the technology that lives within us. We're, we're a civilization with amnesia. And the reason that this happens is that society was created to, for us to basically deny aspects of ourselves. This is even why religion was created. Religion was created so that you could believe that there is a God somewhere judging you as good and bad. And that there's a society that says that this is the way you should act or be or dress or think. And if you don't, then you're bad. And if you are bad, then you carry guilt. And if you carry guilt, you'll never be able to self-realize and take your sovereignty and live out your fullest potential. So the problem with the shadow is that if we don't learn to accept it and to mindfully, compassionately look at it, we will always be fragmented souls. We will always be never have enough energy to manifest because we're using the energy to run away and deny aspects of ourselves. And we'll never have the energy to align with high frequency experiences because we'll deny this aspect of ourselves, which will continue to project out. And these are the demons that will actually block us from healing because healing is not changing. I've said this so many times, first and foremost, the more, the bigger, the feeling, the bigger, the healing, meaning the more that you feel the shadow aspects of who you are, the bigger the healing that happens. So we run away, we numb, right? In order to not look at these shadows. And the more that you can feel them and sit with them, the more that you can release those emotions from the body because they get stuck in the body. And the more that you can learn to bring compassionate awareness to it. And so how do we do it, right? Because a lot of people are like, well, it sounds like something I need to do because I'm, I'm not manifesting at a high level. I'm continuing to repeat toxic patterns. I don't really know how to face the subconscious mind. And, and the truth is, is that there's two, two ways to, to actually do the shadow work. And it happens in two different, I would say, times. First and foremost, you, you should absolutely, all of us should have a, a, daily practice of shadow work and and shadow work is is introception it's meditation it's learning how to be still and going inside the mind and it doesn't mean you're going to go into a coma because that's the number one uh, i think people right away especially the women that i work with they're like oh my god i can't stop my mind when i go into these meditations and, and going to a coma and that's like we don't want that it, meditation especially the swc method that i teach because what you're doing is installing new sound frequencies to interrupt the pattern of the thoughts that you're having. Meditation is about processing. It's about becoming aware. It's about sitting long enough, even if it's for three minutes, to become aware of the root of the deep pain that you're carrying. And then to allow those emotions to be processed. If you need to cry, you cry. If you need to feel angry, you feel angry. If you can't sit still, you get up but you learn to have compassion for yourself. And it needs to be a daily practice because even if you've never been through trauma, we're in the information age where you're consuming more information in one day than your ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime a hundred years ago. Your brains are frying. 
you're like the literally the lack of oxygen that our brains are getting from the use of cell phones, the social media, the emails, the text messages, the WhatsApp, all these different ways that our brain is processing information. If you don't have an inner practice of, of releasing that energy from the body, your nervous system is going to crash. And then if you have trauma, if you've ever been through really, really negative experience and you've tucked away, if your subconscious mind has tucked away these memories in the dungeon, then it's only going to be even a bigger toll on your mental health. So it needs to be a, something that you practice and to release, and it needs to be specific work too. You know, the work, like I said, that I teach in the SWC method, it's specific, it's a therapeutic approach to releasing these memories, to becoming aware of them, to learning how to compassionately bring light to the shadow, learning how to radically accept, right? Stabilizing the nervous system, raising vitality, having enough energy and chi to even sustain yourself in the awareness of these very, very toxic emotions that you've been hiding for a long time. Now, the second aspect about this is that shadow work is needed every time you're going into the shadow. So if you are triggered, what is a trigger? A trigger is these memories that live in our DNA and in our body from these experiences that come out from the dungeon to tell us that we or to warn us about believing that we're still in that traumatic experience. And remember, we've talked about the brain a lot. You know, when the brain goes through trauma, the amygdala breaks, you know, that's a little almond shape that assesses fight and flight that wants to know if you're in a dangerous experience. If you don't heal it through meditation and bring oxygen in it, it's gonna constantly believe it's in that situation. So anything that it is reminding it of that traumatic experience, it's gonna be triggering it, right? So it's gonna bring the emotion up into the body. It's gonna bring the emotion up into the mind. And since the mind doesn't really know reality, the mind assesses perception, it's gonna trigger the glandular system it's going to trigger the fight and flight and you're going to get into stress mode, right? So when that is happening, that's the best time to do shadow work. Because remember what I said, the bigger the feeling, the bigger the healing. The more that you could feel the anger, the anxiety, the jealousy, the rage, the more that you are releasing it from the body. So that's how I came up and I developed the Haas technique. The Haas technique is I teach within the Sovereign Woman Academy, which is part of the SWC method to heal the most toxic relationship we'll ever have, which is with ourselves. The Haas technique and, and the women that have practiced this, I've heard women tell me it has saved my life and it has saved my life. I'm telling you right now that it has saved my life. Because what happens is when you're going through a very emotional state where the shadow is peaking its ugly head, right? Typically what we do is we run away from it, we numb it, we drink, we eat the food, we have the toxic sex, whatever it is that you're doing, right? To not feel that emotion. And yet the Haas technique, what it does is that it allows you to feel safe and to process the emotion so you can release it right when it's happening. So shadow work is not just something that happens every day in meditation 
or through specific techniques in the morning. Shadow work happens throughout your day as you are feeling these high intense anxiety moments when you're triggered in essence. Because what happens with the Haas technique, it actually stands for H, higher consciousness, A, awareness of identity of the story we're telling ourselves, A, acceptance of what is happening, and S, surrendering to a higher consciousness. Yeah, you all can actually, I recently posted about it inside of our uh, closed Facebook group, which there's a link, going to be a link over here down here, so you all can check it out. And also on Instagram, you can follow us at Sovereign Woman Movement. I go through a specific, uh, the specific process of what, it, what each of these means and what you need to be doing is one of the things that you do to immediately bring your consciousness back to the present is you put your hands on your heart and you allow yourself to start to feel the body again. Because if you're most of the time when you're under a very high stress, traumatic situation or you're being triggered from trauma, you want to run away from the body and, and that causes you to not allow yourself to release it and to, to process the emotion. So go check out the closed Facebook group and the closed uh, uh, Instagram group so you can get more of a detailed uh, vision of what that actually looks like. But the technique in itself is a technique that helps you process the shadow, helps you learn to radically accept and stabilize the nervous system as it's happening. Because shadow work doesn't only happen again, in meditation or through specific uh, inner work, it can happen at all times. And I wish I could tell you, you know, that I don't get like triggered or I'm not emotionally sometimes uh, looking at the duality of illusion or separation from God, because I still do. I still, uh, I, I still process the human incarnation and the human experience. But the thing is, the big difference with me now is that I never, I don't, very rarely do I ever identify with the story that comes after. So life may happen. You know, there may be things that happen in this world that I find to be upsetting, that I find to be kind of unfair even that for that moment, or that I find to be painful for that moment. But the thing is, is that I don't then identify with the story that my mind would have told me in the past of guilt, of shame, of I'm a bad person, because that's a direct uh, sign that you are not accepting the shadow. It's when we identify with what's happening and we tell ourselves that we're bad or we feel guilty for what's happening. That's when we start to reject the shadow. That's when we start to become fragmented again. And I'm not talking about enabling your anger or enabling your rage. What I'm saying is you look at yourself in a, such a compassionate way that you are able to not projected because you sit with it, you sit with those emotions and you change them and you transmute them by learning how to process them by not reacting. Because that's the problem. When we don't have a stable nervous system and we most of us don't have a stable nervous system unless we're doing some type of inner work, then what are we doing? We're reacting to life. And the situation with that is that that's okay, go ahead. Knock yourself out and react to everything that's happening in this world. But the, here, the thing is, is that reaction creates more of what you are trying to stop. Reaction creates karma. Response through love, through compassionate awareness, releases you from the pattern. So man, that, that's enough for us to learn and to really see how important it is to do the inner work ourselves and to not worry about anything that's happening outside of us or anyone, because 
we, when we come into alignment with who we are, when we heal that relationship with ourselves, when we learn to become aware of our triggers, when we learn to become a way, a way to radically accept our shadow, then everything around us starts to work itself out. Your business, the relationship with your children, your relationship with your significant other, your relationship with life, because there's harmony within, because you know who you are and you accept yourself fully. So if you're being, if you're seeing a lot of blockages, especially right now, I mean, we got this new moon in Scorpio, which is all about the shadows, all about these truths that are being revealed. We have eclipse season coming up in less than two weeks, November 19th. We have a very powerful full moon eclipse in Taurus and eclipses bring, bring radical, unexpected, sudden changes to your life. That's why our ancestors always created ritual around them. We ourselves in the academy are really building up to creating a really strong foundation of energy so that we can really use these eclipses to grow, to manifest instead of allow the energy to be used against us. Because the thing about what's happening until the end of the year is that there's going to be a lot of truths and a lot of revelations and a lot of different things that are going to be exposed because this is the year of the exposure of the shadow. And so the best thing that you can do for yourself is you can raise your level of frequency by learning how to stabilize that nervous system, processing those emotions, releasing them from the body so that you learn how to radically accept that shadow aspect of yourself so you can be whole and complete and you can co-create and manifest an amazing life. You just can't skip it. You cannot skip your healing journey. You cannot skip the shadow work if you truly, truly want to reach your highest potential. So if you're interested in actually learning more about this type of shadow work, I actually created a master class for you all. It's about an hour long, so it'll take you some uh, time to really integrate what I'm actually teaching you inside the master class, but you can sign up for it. It's actually complimentary. There's a link in my bio here on Instagram. There's a link below here on Facebook. Uh, it's actually Veronica Barragan. I am.com forward slash three-step framework. And you can actually click on there and sign up for a time that works for you. Take the class, look at the three mistakes that most women make on their self-healing journey. And also look at the three methods, the three ways that I myself was able to create the SWC method to help you really get to the root cause and heal the most important relationship, which is with yourself. Because ultimately not accepting our shadow is what's creating the lack of self-worth. But yet when we learn to love ourselves in all aspects, we learn to really raise our self-worth. And, and when we do that, we can do that for others as well. So go check it out. Check out the masterclass. I'm also really excited because I'm creating. I've been working on it this week. I was really called in meditation and sadhana to create this guide. And I was actually going to sell it, but I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to give it out for free because I think so many people need it right now. The future of mental health is going to be completely different. And that's one of the things that people are not talking about. That's really, really positive. You know, don't let yourself be swayed by the uh, naysayers, really detox from mainstream media and, and don't allow yourself to look at the news because it's going to, it's going to lower your vibration. But one of the things that I was called to do this week, and I've been working so much on it is a guide and this guide will help you during these very hectic times with specific meditation and psychotherapy work that you can do per day that is aligned with the cosmos so each of the planetary uh, days that you can keep 
as a guide in your phone, on your back pocket to help you bring you back into sovereignty, bring you back into self-worth, bring you back into you knowing who you are. So stay tuned as I release that next week because it's going to definitely help you. It's going to be an amazing tool in your tool belt to, to learn um, how to do this self-healing work, the shadow work, but also to help you because during these next few months, the energy is only going to pick up. There's going to be so much change and transformation that our nervous systems need this more than ever. So stay tuned for that. I'll let you know when that um, gets issued out as well. And of course, we'll be back next week. Uh, Lizzie, hopefully we'll be back with me. She's been so busy running around back and forth. And uh, hopefully we can have her back as a guest next week. We'll, we're trying to plan out a good time and, and, and then date for that. But the good news is that she'll have a lot of wisdom to share with us when she does come back. So I'm really excited to have her back as well. And of course, I'll be back on Monday. Monday, 10 a.m., around 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll continue to have this discussion around sovereignty and how to specifically self-heal the most important relationship, which is a relationship with ourselves. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining. Have a blessed rest of your Friday. Enjoy this time of being a human on this planet Earth. And remember, remember who you are. Sadhana.